0: This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porncast that, much like Whose Line Is It Anyway and the Stock Market, the points are made up and the rules don't fucking matter. I'm your co host, Yvette Dontramont. With me is my co host, who's probably gaming the stock market and going to end up in jail for it eventually, Alice Vaughn. Alice, are you a criminal today or are you fucking over the billionaires?
1: I'm going to the moon! (laughs) <laughs> I,
0: I'm going to the moon with some Dogecoin, and I've been. I'm very proud of my quote savvy investment strategy, which was no jack shit and get kind of lucky and hope for dear life that this keeps working. Because I threw like sixty bucks into Dogecoin when it was worth a fifth of a cent, and now as we are speaking on the 28th of January, 2021, hold on, let me just let me check out my my investment portfolio. I have an <laughs> investment portfolio. I do not.
1: I, I like how we're calling this our retirement. Uh, you know. Yes.
0: You yeah. Fake money that we made up and now we all agree has value. Uh, what was $60 is now $1,345. That, I put that in in March. And my husband, who was very smart in telling me this, he was not trying to like stomp on my fun. He was like, don't get too excited. Like this is, you know, I know these things take off like with Bitcoin, but you can't expect anything out of this. Like it'll they'll go up at like 5% a year. I'm like, I agree, but you know, I have nothing else to do. I'm stuck inside. We, and he's quite happy that you know he was wrong on this. But so, anyways, the thing that's happening if you're if you've been living under a rock and you're listening to this next week, some shit's gone on with the stock market. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and we have a fantastic guest to talk about this with as well. So we have, from Guys We Fucked, Christina Hutchinson. Christina, Hello. how are you doing? I'm good.
0: I,
2: You know, I have not been under a rock, but I have been on Zoom calls back-to-back since 10 a.m., so I don't know what the fuck's going on with this. I did oh make $10,000 on Bitcoin two years ago, and I was nice. like, oh,
0: this is stocks? <laughs> and then that's
2: not really what it is. So
0: there was an article a few weeks ago saying the promise of Bitcoin is broken. And it's like Bitcoin is supposed to be alternative currency. Can it really be alternative currency if the value of it drops 25% in a day? I'm just, I don't know if it's alternative currency, but you know what? It's making a lot of people rich. <laughs> so
1: I'm down with it. I am very angry. I sold at like.
2: A thousand, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. I used to work at the Apple store, and they gave us a percent. They can we can opt in to have a percentage of our paycheck go to a discounted stock of Apple, and oh. I did that. But then I sold it like an idiot, and this was in 2010. And I'm like, what am I doing?
0: It's that thing where we can sit there and tell ourselves, I sold it like an idiot, but you never know what a stock's gonna cre- like. It, Nokia was worth a lot more at one point. Like a lot of these that end up go- doing really well shit could have Black worked Berry the other had a way. yeah. way. Like, yeah. I almost yesterday sold some Dogecoin to buy GameStop because GameStop was just going through the roof. And it looked like Doge was on a, a short, like it had spiked, it was going down. I'm like, you know, maybe it'll be a while till the next spike. I should take a little bit out of this and throw it into GameStop while it's, but I was like, I'm going to play the, I'm going to really do the playing of the stock market. And you know what? Exactly then was when Robinhood's like, we're going to take this. You can't buy this anymore. Robinhood saved me from myself. And like within hours of that happening, Doge started going through the roof. I'm like, you know, maybe it's that every antsy investor on Robinhood's like, I got to put money into something. I got to I got to do the thing, And they just started throwing it into Dogecoin. What is the stock market going? What's happening?
1: Okay, so a little bit of background. So for the last number of months, there's been a user on the subreddit Wall Street Bets called Deep Fucking Value, which I'm now calling my king. Uh, we call him my king for the rest of the episode. You're just you're my king,
0: sir. So if he ever demands a, a ball washing from my tongue, it's it's I got it for him. Just wanted to.
1: Anyways, carry on. The point is, he was buying a fuck ton of GameStop shares constantly for the last number of months. I want to even say back since like 2019, 2018. And there were people working on shorting the stock, basically betting
0: on it to fail.
1: Mm. Exactly. So they borrowed the stock and were waiting for it to go down so they could buy it for cheap and pocket the difference from selling it. So they were betting that the stock price would go down. But some big dick Redditors saw that and they were like, <laughs> hey, you know, so the stock the rich guys borrowed, you know, they have to pay it back. So they're going to have to buy it back at a higher price than they borrowed for. So the rich guy is now paying out of their ass to buy money back uh, that he borrowed, and the Redditors are getting that money. That's basically what's happening in a nutshell. Aww, so not only did the Redditors make a ton of
0: money, they also fucked over a couple billionaires in the process. That's like beautiful. I see. Here's what got so fucked up about this, though. I don't know what the difference is between a venture capital firm and a hedge fund, which tells you how Little, I know this is this is how you know I got lucky with making any money on this. I know nothing. One of the firms that owns Robinhood, the app that like oh, everyone's Melvin become, capital. Yeah. So that firm both I, I don't know if they own like a a, a stake in Robinhood. Basically they both own Robinhood and one of the main firms that was shorting game Citadel. Yeah. So so they have a major conflict of interest and suddenly they're like, we gotta put a stop to this. We're gonna stop everybody from buying games. GameStop stock on our app for your protection. It's seriously now for that the seems illegal. Pro- it is. Oh, there's already a lawsuit. So a lot now of you, there's are been- people
2: going to jail because Martha went to jail for insider trading because she didn't rap people out. So I'm like, who's going to jail with this?
0: You know, I feel like because there's no woman involved, like there's not going to be any. Like because yeah, no of rich be mad. white guys,
1: no, it's they're just going to get a movie where Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays the Robin Hood guy. Yeah, yeah,
0: it'll be a movie of the week on Lifetime, and Aunt Becky will be involved. <laughs> I believe someone tweeted this, so let me paraphrase. Rich people, poor people, you should invest their money. Poor people are like, okay, they're like, wait, no,
1: not like that. <laughs> Here's also what eats at me. So first off, I did buy GameStop, so yeah, I didn't I tried have a, to. I, was I didn't have a lot of money. I, well, I was able to do it earlier this week. I only had a couple hundred bucks, and I was like, all right, I'll buy a couple shares. And I bought it at seventy dollars. I got out at one hundred fifty. So. That was nice. Yeah. Here's what eats at me. So, first off, the mainstream media kept reporting it as foreign entities are interfering in the markets. When it was Redditors. They, exactly. And then, on top of that, they okay, so we have a Discord, a Wall Street Bets Discord, or at least we had one. They shut it down because they called us all right, and they said that we were promoting hate speech and glorifying violence. Well, there was I, they shut down mind, the. Well, oh, never yeah. mind the
0: Discord. They shut yeah. down at one point the Wall Street Bets, uh, the Reddit forum was shut down. Like it's yeah, we closed it. Yeah, it's been an interesting few days of watching just the amount of fuckery that happened to try to stop poor people from making some money at the expense of people who can afford to lose it. I just like it's it's not like these are poor people putting other poor people into even more destitution. This is middle class and poor. And like, you know, you're your everyday investor who's like, maybe I can get a vacation one day. Maybe I can fix my car trying to get a few bucks. And the literal billionaire class on Wall Street's like, we can't let this happen. This yeah, if there's our- one thing rich Americans hate, it's poors.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: the pores, the unwashed masses are going to have monies. We can't let them earn mo- Like, it's
1: go out and earn
0: monies. Well, we are. Oh, we have to stop this. Well,
1: we woke up this morning and we decided to make our own stimulus check. It's they took their stimulus checks
0: and they invested it like we've always been. Ta- like I, I literally let giant pharmaceutical companies experiment on me. I'm in the Johnson and Johnson vaccine trial. I let a giant wow. pharmaceutical company experiment. On, I say that and I really wanted the uh, the immunity. I'm like, I, it's. I'm pretty sure I got the placebo, and I'm very annoyed Damn, about it. Yeah, when will I'm they like, tell you? allegedly next week they're going to have their, uh, their data out, but they've been saying allegedly next week for several weeks now. But like, I think I got the placebo, uh, and they're going like, to basically, if you were in the placebo wing, they're going to move you up to the front of line, which anyways, I let a giant pharmaceutical company experiment on me. And I took that money and put it into the stock market. I want the stock market to let me make money on it now. Can I ask Kay? you
2: how much you got paid for being experiments for Johnson and Johnson? Oh.
0: Not much. No, they don't pay you a ton. Basically, they pay you for your travel. So it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's a little thank you. Plus, I got to cut the line on the vaccine. Nice.
1: But we did review a porn today, so we probably should talk about that. (laughs)
0: Indeed. (laughs) Instead of just people getting fucked by Robin Hood.
1: Yeah. So, Christina, have you ever reviewed a porn before?
0: No, on my own, but that's
2: it.
1: Have you ever watched a feature length porn?
2: No, never thought I would either. I fast forwarded a lot. There's this one skipped a Fair. bunch. I'm sure that it was uh, hard to transfer from VHS to uh, digital. But yeah, it was uh, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, one of my favorite Disney cartoons, and uh, yeah, they ruined it. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> with the Jewish rabbit, and the, it was fun. It was funny. It was very <laughs> sweet how much effort they put in compared to now. Poor now, you just put it in the hole.
0: To be fair, there are porns with plots now. It's just they're not, you know, they just. I guess they don't. They're not at the top of
2: the the search field. But yeah, it was really sweet to watch. I didn't know it was a musical. I'm
0: like, they put a lot of work into this, right? I did not expect that. Like, it it had been uh, this had been recommended to us by a few people. One of our favorite patrons, Brian, we love you. Had been like, hey do this one for a while. And like, I enjoy a bit of camp in my weird porn. And this was fucking camp. Mm -hmm. Like, I was impressed with the amount of silly that they
1: brought to this. It was a bizarre and well-executed thing. I'm not sure how else to describe it. Believe it or not. So this Alice in Wonderland porn, it was from 1976 and it was the first adult musical comedy. That's great. You know, someone had to be the first... (laughs) And there are only a handful of a few more musical, uh, porns. Uh, can you ladies guess what the other musical porns are? No, I cannot guess.
0: <laughs> I, I could throw out a few ventures, but it's like on my own, the, 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 the Mis, uh, one that's really just women coming after, uh, 20 years of marriage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've only been married for, for three years.
1: I'm fine. Just want to clarify. You're still having fun. That's good.
0: Things are still good.
1: Oh, man. Only seven other musical porns you said after that? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I actually, I found seven. I couldn't find oh, much no. more than that. I want one to be an Avenue Q parody, only it's Avenue Triple X, and there to be Muppet Sex. Mm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It would be great if they turned a Monty Python into a porn, oh, but no. that's probably
2: too uh, over the top.
1: I'm sure there probably is Motsy Python porn. I haven't found it yet, but I'm sure it exists. There's got to be with the cross, like getting nailed to the cross and then fucked. We did have at one point a Damon who told us that there was a guy who wanted to be nailed to a cross and then blown. Wow.
2: But yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, you think you're the only one who has the kink
0: and you're not. It's wild. No. Don't tell my secrets.
1: <laughs> Let's see. So we did watch one of them, which was The Loin King. Oh, and yeah. And then there's also Not the Jer- Jersey Boys, Triple X... This ain't Glee. That's more recent. It's Wood
0: Rocket does, they're a production house that does basically all parodies and they're amazing. Oh, that's fun.
2: It's hard to incorporate being horny and then laughing at the same time. They're like opposite parts of my brain. So it was an interesting, I was impressed with the actors getting it up during these little quacks that they were mouthing off
0: there are a handful of them that we've we've seen a lot that stay in character while they're banging for all their scenes and it's just we those are the ones that we actually watch the the sex scenes for
1: frankly i was kind of shocked so this was like an hour and 11 minutes and supposedly when they first made this they released it without the sex scenes they kind of just like Merge that in later. Um, they cut out three minutes of it for its initial release so it could be played hmm. in the theaters uh, with an R rating. And actually, you know what? I normally don't have these stats, but I do this time. How much do you guys think they had for the budget and how much do you think they made at the box office?
0: Um, I saw this accidentally um, when I was looking at it earlier, so I don't want to, to throw down my guess. I would say 100K for the budget. You are
1: right. I was right. Yeah, 100K. Wow, damn. Yeah, it made a lot more than that, didn't it? It did yeah, pretty well. Yeah, so it was 100K for the budget, and then in addition, there was an extra 250 300K for the film's post production. But it was 90 million at the box office.
2: Oh, so right? that's when they still had porn theaters, though, because like 70s was very free and very like, mm, you go jerk off in a movie, you know, kind of
0: thing. The era that lost us Paul Rubens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was 20 years later, but still. This is why the internet is wonderful. It's for porn.
1: Yeah, so it's really interesting that they re-edited the film as hardcore later on. They literally only added in
2: three minutes? Actually, great question. There's a more than three minutes worth of dick sucking?
1: Yeah. They cut out only three minutes for the R-rated version that played in the theaters, and they added three minutes to be considered explicit, so I'm not sure where those three minutes came in the butthole at the end her bouncing butthole maybe at the very end
0: (laughs) to be fair there was very little like actual fucking in this there was a lot of you know boobs out and there was a lot of like a good deal of nudity and touching and whatnot but there was normally i cut away when the banging starts i'm like scrolling scrolling so like ah the cum shot i can come back in now you know that's how we managed to get through uh, a four hour (laughs) parody because it's you know five minutes of plot and then thanks for reminding me about the archer porn parody thanks hey that was four hours and 13 Minutes, God damn it! And that was here is that was actually funny though. It was like ten minutes of plot and then twenty minutes of banging, like for each half hour segment. Like okay. that was okay. Yeah, like ten taste. minutes of plot. Oh yeah, that and Tommy Pistol was playing the uh, the Archer character, which made it okay. It was funny, and he had the voice perfectly. But like, you know, every so often we don't get one of those.
1: <laughs> Can I be honest? I hate musicals, regardless if they're porn or not. Like, I just, I don't like musicals. Filmed musicals I have a problem with. They're
2: rarely good. Like, the Disney movies, though, I love. But when it's people doing the music, it's like, I liked Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's probably a porn parody. That's an easy one. Oh, yeah. Chitty Chitty Gang Bang. That's a very kinky movie. But those, like, older ones, like Mary Poppins, are great. But then now, it's like, yeah, what are you doing?
0: They're trying to recapture an art form that was for a bygone era. Yeah. There are a few that are kind of okay, but if you're going to do a musical now that kind of the jig is up, we know what this is. The only way that they really work now is by filming a live Broadway musical and being like, here, we know you can't get to New York City. Here, Here is what you would be able to see. Only guess what? It's way better if you see it in person. But oh you my go. God. Light years. Yeah. I have a theater degree along with my chemistry degree because I wanted a career. I have a theater degree because I had a bad childhood. Uh, but I loved uh, Rent, you know, until it aged horribly. But like Rent, the movie, was awful. And then they filmed the very last performance of Rent on Broadway. I brought my mom to see that one in theater. She was like, this is like a different thing than the movie. I'm like, yeah.
2: yeah, I saw Rent uh, with the original cast in, in New York City when I was in was so middle good. school or something. And it's his fucking, that was the first musical I ever saw. I'm like, oh, this
0: is great. <laughs> so yeah, here. like it was, I think my second one, my first was Wicked, if, you know, Women of a Certain Age. Those were my Those were my musical theater upbringings, but they're not good turned into movies most of the time.
1: See, I love theater. I mean, I remember, gosh, what was the last thing I saw? I saw Brian Cranston in All the Way, Off-Broadway. But I hate musicals. And you know how I know I hate musicals? Did you hate Hamilton? No, I saw The Book of Mormon. And everyone loves that. I know. And I was like, this is okay. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. That's how you know
2: I hate musicals. Did you see Rent? No. Yeah, that was fucking good. That was
1: like,
0: even when it started aging badly, it was still a highly entertaining show that made you cry. Like, that's how you know it's good. You're like, wow, this is people don't die like this of AIDS anymore. Crying wouldn't have brought Mimi back from the dead. She needed some antivirals. Like, don't say no day but today with a bag of heroin. That He's finally recovered. Mimi, you're awful. Everyone <laughs> in this movie is bad except for Betty. This is how I know I'm a real adult now. I think Betty's the good guy. That's how you know you're grown up. You root for <laughs> Betty. Yeah. If our audience is like musical theater, huh? They're they're very confused right now. It's something for everyone. Porn musical theater sucks.
1: As far as this film goes, so uh, we take a slightly different spin on the Alice in Wonderland take. Uh, Christina, how would you describe our Alice in this situation? What is the plot? Very naive.
2: Well, naive and gullible and with a douchebag who wants her to... <laughs> well that, you know, Lewis Carroll is was a historically a pedophile. So it kind of did match. I did not know that. Oh, I knew I have, I know all about Lewis Carroll. And he was in love with Alice Liddell, who is Alice in Wonderland. And the the Liddell family had three daughters. Alice was the youngest, and he would hang out with them all the time and like go on boats with them. But ah! during that time, uh, one of Lewis Carroll's actual friends in real life wrote a foreword to one of the Alice in Wonderland release books, and they were saying, you know, he was a pedophile, like he was in love with Alice. He wanted, you know, when she was of age to marry her, but uh, he was interested in her when she was seven. And but at the time, she, apparently, she, that like no one, like everybody, sexualized oh cherubic kids basically, and it was fine. So I was like, oh, that's pretty fucked up. But you, da- the one of the reasons why I love Alice in Wonderland is like he does show appreciation for the mind of a child. You just kind of got to block out the whole he was sexually attracted to him part. Um, which I do. I'm going to
0: pretend I never heard any of that. <laughs> oh, really? If I pretend I never heard the sexual attraction to the mind of it. like yes. no, no, Hearing it from you was lovely. You have a, This was all wonderful. But also I'm like, he was appreciating the mind of a child not the he wanted to eventually fuck said child. Like, I'm just, I'm going to pretend I don't know that now and it's going to allow me to keep enjoying it. Well, yeah. 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 It's
2: a lot of opposites of a lot of, mm. a lot of conflicting mm. feelings with that. But yeah, I think the guy at the beginning before she goes down the rabbit hole is a real piece of shit. But then at the end they have very tender sex and I you know I was like oh that's that's nice
1: now I have to say though so going back to Lewis Carroll for two seconds so for a pedophile he was a pioneer of brand licensing
2: (laughs) for sure For sure. No,
1: but in all seriousness, like this is back in like the eighteen hundreds. He was like one of the first authors to work with manufacturers to bring out related products to his work, which was like cookie tins, stamp cases, other products like that.
2: Oh yeah, Alice in Wonderland merch crushed it. Yeah. And he was also a failed math professor. I believe he was a math professor and he sucked at it. And then he was writing children's stories and um, I imagine to get closer to Alice Liddell and then a- Alice in Wonderland kind of hit and he's like oh
0: fuck this teaching job and I was going to say of course he was good at making merch who else is going to attract a kid than a guy who's like I've got a van full of toys <laughs> exactly. I made these toys like he's he's going to be pedophile prime mm-hmm. with that shit so mm-hmm. that's where the marketing gen- genius came in <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, there's lines at the beginning, like, you have the mind of a little girl. Like, he said that at the beginning. I'm like, Ugh.
0: <laughs> nope. That really I mean, reminded
2: me of how Lewis Carroll was a pedophile. And I'm like, oh, yeah. God.
0: Yeah. But she's of age. I'm going to have to find a drug to wash this out of my mind.
1: So, yeah, in this instance, we have a librarian who's experiencing her first sexual adventures through a fantasy journey through the Alice in Wonderland tale. Oh, and I couldn't really find too much interesting. I found that the main actress, Christy DeBell, she had a couple Playboy covers. And she did a ton of extra mainstream roles, um, but couldn't find anything too interesting on her. Now, oh, The Jewish Rabbit.
2: Oh, my God. He was such a New York Jewish guy. He reminded me of Jason Alexander on Seinfeld. Like, <laughs> like
1: hello, Alice. <laughs> I'm
2: like, that's great. That's so funny. It's how my tribe works. We're just, uh, yeah, I'm I'm Jewish too. So I'm like, oh, that's great. That's we wonderful. recognize our people. Yeah.
1: He actually was on uh, the Bob Newhart show, and he was a poker playing friend of Oscar and Felix on uh, The Odd Couple. Wow. Oh Good for that him. That rabbit is going
0: places. Yeah. I like that one of the first uh, couple people she met when she gets through the looking glass are two bluish characters named Boogaloo and Oogaloo, which seems oddly uh, prescient to the time we're in. I'm like, little did they know that. <laughs> it reminded me of like a furry convention. I'm like, oh, is this early furries? If you're listening to this podcast and you're a furry, please let us know what you think about these these early. There's something in this porn for you. It was kind of cute.
1: Yeah, sweet. What was it? Weird to me is that they had the furries lick her, but they never showed licking for a porn. They showed one of
0: them l- licking her legs, I remember. And I was like, oh, what are they? Oh, interesting. They almost showed them licking her nipple, but not quite. Like, it was, like, I keep expecting one of these scenes to lead to banging. And, like, it's like, oh, look, there are, like, five of them. And they're in costume. And she's lying down. Is this where the banging's at? No, it's very sweet, tender. Very like tender. Oh. Very tender porn. If you are
1: into tender porn, if we got a porno for you. There's Oogaloo and Boogaloo that are going to help out with the nipple licking. Oh, and I forgot to mention, speaking of licking and animals, this is the first porn I think we've watched that has a pet in it. The
0: <laughs> like, dog? they
1: had this random dog. Was there a Toto in Wizard of Oz? No, they had um, a stuffed animal. Okay, I didn't remember. i nice. I'm just checking. Yeah, and Alice, there wasn't
2: a dog. Uh, there was a cat. She had a cat, Dinah, originally. So I'm like, okay,
0: they couldn't get a cat?
1: So they just stuck someone's random dog into this one. Seemed
0: like it, yeah. Maybe they had a cat, but have you ever tried to get a cat to to do anything?
1: Oh, yeah, they're on their own schedule. So what's amazing is after Alice is uh, licked dry, because that's how you dry a human nowadays, and they give her a dress for a human they've never met exactly in her size that they had hanging around, uh, she decides to sit on a rock, and the rock starts talking to her. So, um... Look, maybe I shouldn't take the scene for granted. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: I'm not sorry. Look, we're watching an Alice in Wonderland thing. Puns are, if you don't pun now, when are you going to pun? There's a lot of puns in the film.
1: I've always wanted to be a little bolder. I hear the groans. I just, I can't not.
0: Just, this is well done.
2: You appreciate the (laughs)
0: sediment. She got a little bit stuck in her vagina because she was sitting on a boulder masturbating. Did they cut that out for the theaters? How did that work?
1: I have no idea. I mean, that's where I'm wondering, where did they cut these three minutes? Because you have Alice masturbating, and then later on you have an orgy. So where did they cut? This is the first time we've watched something that I'm like, I want to go through and
0: time each of the scenes. because they were pretty short. Like normally, when I watch these, like I said, I try to figure out which parts. I can. There was I. I skipped through basically nothing of the sex scenes because they were so short.
2: Well, I mean, along with the format of the film and the book, there's just yeah. it's uh, it's a montage of vignettes essentially. So that kind of stuck to that format.
1: Yeah. I mean, Christine. Normally, when we watch these, just so you have an idea, at most the plot is like. 15, 20 minutes tops. So frankly, I was shocked that we gave you an hour's worth of homework. So I apologize in advance for that. <laughs> no worries.
0: The last one we recorded, um, which it's to our audience out there, it was coming up next because of reasons. It had uh, much more uh, banging and, and like a sentence of plot before each of the banging. And like, so it, the opposite problem with the other one, with the last <laughs> one we did.
1: Now, how did you guys feel about the Matt Hatter character? I didn't like him. Not wild.
2: He kind of sucked. Not wild. He was a, a fuck boy before his time.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the pushiest of the characters. Like everyone else seemed kind of like, come to our magical fuckery menagerie. And he's like, suck it. Like, or at least that's the overall attitude yeah. I was getting. She gave him a great blow job. Uh, that was nice. It was, again, tender.
2: But he was a little greedy, but not in a hot way, you know? And just the, ugh, gross. Go away. Get out of my yeah. house kind of way. He's
0: the guy that you know is like, while you're like, while your neck is stiffening up, he's shoving it down. Yes.
1: Yeah. You see, I hated the Humpty Dumpty character more than the Mad Mad Hatter character. Yeah,
2: I just didn't want to see a dick in Humpty Dumpty. Like, I just didn't want to see a dick. I wanted that part to have
0: broken off when he fell.
2: Yeah, Mad Hatter could have been a hot, they could have played that much sexier than they did. Because like, Johnny Depp, I think is a sexy Mad Hatter in the,
0: the live action version of it. They went totally the opposite direction of that. This was not a Mad Hatter that I, I, I want to undo his suspenders. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. Uh-uh.
1: And Humpty Dumpty, I mean, his whole thing, his whole shtick was like he just couldn't get it up. I mean, in my opinion, he just hatched a plan to be blown. I'm sorry. I'm Again,
0: not sorry. Hey, I'm so- w- when else do you get to use these? Not that we're around humans much right now. So you, you do what you have to. You get these out. This is the time of the place. I can't use these on meetings. I'm sorry. (laughs) I have to, we have a general policy of not commenting negatively on anyone's bodies. But I just, I just have to say one of the dancers that was, was dancing for one Mr. Humpty Dumpty, there was, there was a brunette and a blonde uh, trying to help, you know, bring Humpty's dick back together again. Uh, The brunette had two of the most amazing tits I've ever seen in my life. I just, wherever you are right now, girlfriend, well done. They are lovely. Yeah. There are a lot
2: of like soft tits and puffy nipples in this. Which was sweet.
0: 70s, man. Uh, yeah, but I'm like, is that a thing
2: of the 70s? You can't really control if your nipples are puffy, right?
0: There are all different uh, shapes and sizes of boobs in porn now, but there were far fewer implants then. Yeah. It's like if someone was was thin, they just had, you know, whatever shape they came in. So if they were tiny with very big puffy nipples, that's what you got. Perfect, Yeah.
1: I think the thing that really identified that this was the 70s and a different era is, so we eventually meet Tweedledee and Tweedledum. And the fact that later on in the porn, I, I think it's around the orgy scene, Dum says, gosh, what does Dum say? I forgot. But I, I know that her brother says, Dum, aren't you forgetting? I am your brother. We now have laws against that, against like actually saying I'm your brother, not stepbrother. Really?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there are there are some interesting quirks of what you can and cannot say. Yeah,
2: that's why step is a thing. In the, a porn video or in a title or this is legally, you cannot say brother sister.
1: Yeah. Legally you cannot say brother sister. That's why everything is step. Because after oh. I want not say in the '80s it was implemented uh, actually a federal law. Oh um, wow,
0: interesting! Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the movie *Fap to the Future*, at one point because uh, they're they're making jokes about you know Marty fucking his uh, his mother, uh, and at one point the character the the actress because they they gender uh, switched uh, Marty at one point um, the doc character says you know are you have you banged your mother yet? And she says uh, says to him you know no, and then you know straight to the camera breaks the fourth wall because that would be illegal even in a porno. Wow! Very wow. clear Some of about these r-
2: that. Rules are very curious.
0: They also have to. And this, we watched uh, Debbie Does Dallas early Classic. on in our in, in our porn watching career. They say right in uh, that one that the girls <sighs> are sixteen. You can't do that anymore. You have to Whoops. say like. And I, I'm sure I'm gonna guess they were eight. I hope they were eighteen. They might not have you been. Gotta, yeah, you gotta say straight up, especially if you're doing like barely legal porn. I'm glad you're eighteen now. Wow. Seventies liberal a tie, time,
1: man. Whew. Christina, have you ever run across some uh, crazy sex rules before?
2: Sex rules?
1: Sex or porn or anything related to which rules? Because, like, I I know that I've run into like the, in the state of Texas, for example, you can't own more than seven dildos. Yeah,
2: yeah, and like, like, uh, sodomy is legal in a bunch of states. That's always fun. I, You know, the, the, the things that always interest me and piss me off the most are sex education rules because in most mm. states, they you don't have to provide legally accurate information. And I'm like, oh, cute. That's cool. And then oh. you're going to make all in all the areas where you don't have to be legally accurate. You're going to, uh, you know, fuck all the abortion clinics. So everyone's going to get pregnant and no one's going to know what to do. And that's how you keep the poorest poor. So <laughs> and then you don't let them trade on Robin Hood. Exactly. You, you take you remove their account the second they make money.
0: I have a very good crazy sex law. Um, So I know this from once upon a time being uh, a a degenerate kinkster in Massachusetts. Of course, kinky people like to get together and be like, here are my kinky things. Let me see your kinky things. Are there people here selling kinky things? Let's go do kinky things in my hotel. Anyways, uh, so they would tend to have those conventions, even though like the center, the locus of all this stuff would be in Massachusetts. I was living in New Hampshire at the time. They would have the conventions either down in Rhode Island or New Hampshire, because in Massachusetts, there were some strict laws regarding the definition of kinky kidnapping because people in the community like to put someone on a leash and lead them around because. Of yeah. And uh, apparently you could not, at least in public, put someone on a leash and lead them from one room to the next, because even if it was all consensual, that could count as kidnapping.
1: Wait, what?
2: Wonder what senator sponsored that bill? Like who wrote that? That's interesting.
0: Here's the thing. I'm going to guess it was, a, it was a law designed to, you know, like whenever there's a badly written law, there was an incident. I, I think that's always the case. Does the leash
2: have to be around the neck? Because kids walk on leashes uh, oh. in cities, you like the backpack leash.
0: You know, it could be when it's not your child. Like perhaps if it's your child, like that's they're papers. with you anyway. <laughs> you, you should be holding that child. A little- but what if it's your stepchild? <laughs> then you could it's, have sex well,
2: with the kid. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Then as long as they're 18, you should be getting a film crew. Stepchild 18, you're fine. <laughs>
2: leash, On a leash, whatever.
0: Massachusetts. Yeah. It's been almost a decade since I moved out of New England, so that law could have changed by now, but those were the rules when I lived back uh, in, wow. in, in the tundra where people were like, aren't you going to miss the cold? No. No.
2: Yeah, Not I've born all. and raised East Coast. hate it every time. Whereabouts do you live? Are you located now? Uh, New York City.
0: Still cold out there? Very
2: cold, yeah. I went rollerblading today and I was like, ugh.
0: I got lucky and landed a gig out here and I was like, I can finally not be freezing the rest of my life.
2: That's nice. That's nice.
0: Winters are slightly annoying at worst. Yeah. Not a a life draining event to be avoided. Anyways, I'll shut up about winters. The fires seem
2: shitty. Yeah,
0: yeah. Earthquakes and mudslides and fires, but there's no snow. What I'm saying is Connecticut is actually the least likely to to kill you with a natural disaster. This is true. And of all the states in the U.S., you are least likely to be fucked by a natural disaster in Connecticut. But the downside, you got to live in Connecticut. If you like boats, a lot of
1: lakes. If you like Karens. Yeah. If you can afford a boat and a Karen. I know a
2: Karen who has a boat and lives in Connecticut. I really want to run into a Karen in the wild. I've been too hyped up on all these Zoom video or seeing the Instagram posts. And I'm like, give me one of these. Put one of these
0: bitches in front of me. <laughs> Fuck them up. Fuck these entitled shits. (laughs) I think we've all been sitting at home for so long. We're like, I just want, I want to see one. I want to I want to do it. Yeah. Give me the fight.
1: Okay. I don't want to say I have some friends who are named Karen, but I have
2: friends who are named Karen who are good people and that sucks, but you know.
1: Yeah. But they're not my age. They're a, i want to say boomer age and they've never really used the internet. So when they're now using the internet and they see the Karen meme, they're like, why are people talking about me? There
0: are Karens who have been like, this is a hate crime. Calling people a Karen, this is literally violence. I'm like, this is sexist. I'll call the men Chet. Don't worry.
1: (laughs) Excuse you, it's Chad. I don't know. I've switched it to Chet. I'm team Chad, not Chet, because Chad is an internet I mean. I've switched it to Chet recently, partially
0: because I deal with guys in the fitness industry for my writing. Oh. I banged a Chad Prime in college. Like, he was literally named Chad. His screen name was Bimmer Fanatic with a bunch of numbers mm. after it. And he eventually became obsessed with Jeeps instead. Makes sense. Because, you know, that's better. He was really fucking cute. The type of cute guy who went to a, it was going to be an engineer and was, you know, all the girls are like, Oh, you're banging a cute guy. But you know, he was a Chad literally. And he looked and acted like one. So now I'm like, I, for a while, like I would call those guys Chad and then everyone else started calling them Chads because I dated a, like a literal fucking Chad. Sad. The Damn. world took over my, my name for them. I don't think I started this, by the way. I'm very aware that I'm not the person who started the chat. But, like, my Chad was a Chad. Well, there was a time
2: where a male Karen was named th- – there was a moment where it was Kevin. And I was like, I named my dog Kevin. Can we not use Kevin, please? Yeah. Kevin, I don't know any shitty Kevins. I really don't. And I named my dog Kevin. <laughs> Just like, can we not – can we pick another name because my dog's name is Kevin? I will compromise. We will stick with Chad. for Chad's now. great because, even you know, I know Ch- some Chad's that are good, but like, no, even Chad's will go. You think of Chad, yeah, you think it. a douche.
0: Chad's are like, yeah, I get it. The thing that's wonderful about Karen's is they'll fight with you, proving the stereotype. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll film the manager who won't let them
2: in without a mask as if they're right and the manager's wrong. And it's very sad. The best thing about the Karens is they think when they're
0: filming it, they look good. Yeah,
2: that's wild. That's that's really upside down world. Yeah.
0: I think eventually we should change it to Caitlin in honor of Caitlin Bennett, the gun girl who like films all the videos of her looking like an asshole and thinks she looks good. Oh, she shoot off guns, or like she was the one who shat herself, like on a campus at one point. Like she's wait, she shat herself? She shat herself in public, shot like, like shot with a gun shat, or a shat? Poop. No, shat, shat as in like, poop. Like, oh okay, like thought it was a in her shit. body. Yeah, like and I, yeah. I'm like I'm not sure exactly how the shitting took place. Like I just all I know is she shat herself in public. Like as I don't know, like as a defense mechanism or something. <laughs> she
2: had no else what else to say, so she just
0: started pooping. It holds up in court she is one of these people who, um, like when I say far right, I don't mean has different opinions than me. I mean, like if far right would be nicer than what she is, she's just a crazy person, yeah. like who goes up to people and is like, why do you think like this? And then they say a much more rational thing than whatever she just said. And then she posts the videos to the internet thinking she looks good and nobody's wow. watching it. Like she's not even a far writer who has like fans on the far right. Like people hate watch her. <laughs> like right. I don't think anybody, like she's not like Tim Poole or Ben Shapiro who people actually, Ha- like who who they have fans who like I'm not one of them but they have fans right Caitlin Bennett has people who are like oh this gonna be good she put out something crazy again like, is she hot she's cute okay she's that's- but she's
1: not hot
0: yeah okay she's got that corn-fed cuteness thing like you know long curly blonde hair okay all right, yeah. Yeah. yeah but like she's even with a giant Ill. dose of I mean we all are, even but with like a, Correct. She's super yeah, like Ill. there's not enough thorazine on the planet for me to grow a dick and stick it in this girl. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Wow. I wonder. I wonder what her
2: upbringing was like.
0: Just look up Caitlin Bennett, Gun Girl, and and just. I'm gonna do that. I, I apologize. Like... I'm sorry. Slash, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we'll what say. I find
1: most fascinating is I'm pretty sure she's one of the moderators of Libertarian Hangout. It's either her or like one of oh, her she's like that. she's a libertarian. Uh, Liberty Hangout. But she's not an actual libertarian because she'll tweet stuff like. Trump is God and King and like she Mm. will say super anti-libertarian things where all libertarians are like, you're not one of us.
2: Yeah. Well, she hates herself. That's pretty much the only uh, conclusion you can come to.
1: To be
0: fair, libertarians are kind of a conglomeration of like actual libertarians and then anarcho-capitalists, anarchists, Republicans who want to smoke pot, Democrats who want lower taxes, and then crazy people. So it's a lot of people say they're a libertarian and then Art Oh, I know who this bitch is. <laughs> As soon as you saw a picture, dumb you're like,
2: oh, dope. fuck! Wait, how old... Right? is
0: She's so young. Is she... Oh, she's 22. She's got to be in her 20s. Like, oh, I mean, God. here's the thing. Let's be... Let's remember how dumb we all were at 22. None of us were shining... But not that dumb. No. We weren't that dumb, but... I was older than 22 when I liked Twilight, so... Yeah, but you lived... Li- like, I think about this a lot, how I'm
2: 32 years old, and I'm so happy that I escaped middle school, high school, and college... With zero social media, the only thing was Facebook. You had to yeah. get a college email address to get it. I am so glad. I think any anybody who's younger, oh, yeah. they're fucked if to have social I media so middle school. For them. That is suicide. Like that is insane. That is cruel. And bitches like Caitlyn Bennett can go and like oh, I forget what she said, but like. Come on, don't give a 22-year-old fucking a platform. What are you doing?
0: When I was 22 and on social media, I was on a baseball forum uh, with a bunch of other people that were baseball. I am a big Red Sox fan because, again, you know, bad childhood if you live in Boston. <gasps> I can't, uh, Anyways, uh, but, like, there were older men who were dicks to me on a fucking baseball forum uh, when I was 22 because that's how men are at 22, or that's how they were in the aughts. Yeah, I, 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 I come from Philly, so, yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's Philly sports are... <laughs> exactly. But you like, have you know, 30. I, I cut my teeth on dealing with, on being on the internet when I was 22. And here's the thing. It's a nasty place yeah. for a younger, like, and I realize how people, they're like, oh, you're 22, you're an adult. You know, shit when you're 22. So I look at Caitlin and go, she's 22. You know, she's saying some awful things, but would I want to be held accountable for my dumbass at twenty two? My God! So yeah, she's that's an adult. I'm glad I escaped that shit. She's an adult, obviously, but also, who's really an adult at twenty two?
1: So here's my question: If okay, there's holding public figures accountable, but if the public figure is hypothetically a teenager and/or a young twenty something and they're making political statements at what ah. age can we s- hold them accountable for what the fuck they're saying well we are f- we feed the monster well, accountable
2: we feed the monster uh, we watch oh, yeah. her that's how i'm sure she has a bunch of money oh, from yeah. some spot something sponsor something like if she gets a lot of views there's money there and you're feeding this like grossness that's a slippery tricky slope cuz oh, yeah, I want to know what this girl's childhood was like very badly. I I could guess, but I feel like...
0: Like, she's either a true believer in the thing that she's supporting or she's been duped or what... But you know what? Like... Caitlin, if she if she continues to believe in this and lean into this and support this this thing for the rest of their life politically, publicly, then, quote, holding her accountable for this is just, you know, disagreeing with her uh, and not promoting her and not like I have no, you know, as a science writer, I have no need that I would ever put her on my platform. It's just the rest of the mainstream media has to make that decision, uh, what they're going to do with her. Uh, if she changes her mind and goes, oh, I had bad ideas, then, you know, she's young enough that she can change her. Like, she's, it's, she's, she's been damaging. She's been awful to people. She said really, oh, really? atrocious she, things. She, oh, or, I mean, really? not, yeah. not been awful. Like, I don't think she's like... She's said some really atrocious things to people. She's just been, like, she, shitty. Oh, okay. I apologize if the if that uh, phrasing was hyperbolic. But you know what? Like, if I she comes know. out and I goes... I, well, like, do you have an example of something? You should? I Because I don't even know. I know of her because I recognize her face with the gun. I've seen a bunch of videos of her just arguing with people on college campuses. And so she's just kind of... Someone who goes out to argue with people and is a bitch about it for no, oh, okay, like, yeah. it's just, yeah. yeah. One of those, like, I'm going to have an argument and pretend
1: I won because he, yeah, just that. Nah. But like, she makes Ann Coulter look like the good guy. And you meet, Ann, I've met Ann
2: Coulter. She's a friendly yeah, motherfucker. I got to say. She can sure. be very lovely. In person, when you're talking to her in conversation, you're like, goddamn, you're charming.
0: Yeah. The gays love her. Or let me phrase it, her gays love her. Yeah, I just (laughs)
2: really didn't expect to be so charmed by her. I'm like, wow, she's friends with a lot of comedians and she makes fun of herself. But uh, yeah, a very interesting gal. I respect her way more than this chick, but also like, uh, you know, Ann Coulter at 22 was probably.
1: Maybe possibly closer to Caitlyn Bennett. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. Who knows? But yeah, if
0: Caitlin grows up and goes, oh fuck, I've been kind of, you know, even if these are kind of still my positions, I've gone about this wrong, or I've been an asshole, or I've had bad ideas. I, she's twenty two. I can forgive. I can. I of can course. let yeah, her become her adult self. Up. Yeah. Yeah, like don't. I. I don't think holding people who are twenty two to what they are right now is is the appropriate way to, to handle. Yeah. You know, Cause anybody who does that and all critical, yeah.
2: everyone's been yeah. a shithead at 22 or, or in yeah, their twenties like, for sure. Do you,
0: do you see your, uh, your Facebook memories? Uh, and like occasionally you see a post from like just five years ago that you're like, Oh my God,
2: I have not been on fa- I have Facebook pages. I have not been on that website or app in year in two years. I'm like, oh, I oh, fucking wow. hate it. I have, Corinne and I have our associate producer assistant gal, like upload stuff because it's still a very popular platform, but I'm like, Ugh! It's I lost my both my parents to Fox News and Facebook uh, conspiracy oh my theories. God. I'm, I'm so an orphan, sorry. So I uh, oh. I fucking hate that app. And I I, felt, I only lost
0: one parent. I've just felt it.
2: disgust towards that app for a while before that started to happen. You know, and I'm like, ah, I knew I hated this app for a reason. That's why I'm so obsessed with Alice in Wonderland because. Like in a fictional setting, when you go, everything is the opposite of what it seems. And it's, you're like, ooh, cool. But when people do it in real life, you're like, you can point to a green car and tell me that's a pink bicycle. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not, but it's not. And I, my theory is all those people who love Trump, like my parents will, like, you know, deny your reality in front of you. And you're like, oh, you're, you're all, you all have that in common denial of reality when it's right in front of your face. And I'm like,
0: ugh. And I mean, I, I feel bad for a lot of them because it's it's simple. Propaganda works. And it does. Trump yeah. Fear is a
2: good control tactic.
0: It's. Yeah. I mean, and the Trump administration used a lot of propaganda tactics over and over again. And it was, uh, it's been hard for, for people like you, for a lot of people. I mean, there's a, there's a Reddit forum, uh, QAnon casualties. It's both a favorite and kind of a sad forum because you're, you're going to find probably a lot of solidarity. Uh, if you go check it out again, it's a QAnon casualties for any of our, our listeners that are looking for, looking for solidarity right now with, and it's just, people are like, I can't talk to them anymore. I've lost them entirely. Parents. My husband just, oh, uh, uh, partners, oh, children, uh. Uh, people that are like, my husband just told me that I'm part of the cabal now and that he doesn't trust me with my, our children. Like that kind of stuff is in there. Like, ah, and it's, I get it. Quote hashtag, not all Trump supporters, that there are people that, you know, for whatever reason still just could not get on board with Joe Biden, just still Republican, whatever. I'm not, I don't think that all people who support Trump are QAnoners, but there is such an outsized portion of them that this has really affected a lot of people's, um, families like this and it's really it's horrifying to watch
2: yeah yeah because there's there's a point where you're like this is morality this isn't politics like i don't like the person you are because you support a person who does like what the fuck like how and it's fear is the ultimate control tactic as well as having a place where people who feel like they're outcasts belong but the thing is we all fucking feel like outcasts every human on this goddamn planet feels like an outcast so it's like yeah Yeah, the emotional intelligence of people, the lower it is, the easier you fall prey to this, I think.
0: There was a really wonderful, and I mean, I know that earlier this year there was a, a lot of discussion about the quote Harper's letter. There is another Harper's article uh, from the 40s that I like to bring people back to, and it's called Who Goes Nazi? Now, I know the word Nazi is a very, it's a its a word that makes people a little little, little jumpy, but the point was who kind of falls for a large deal of propaganda that makes you fearful and resentful of people that you don't, that, that are different from you. And it's a really interesting bit of psychological evaluation. Oh, that is on, interesting. On who, oh yeah, so it's, it's called Who Goes Nazi? It's from, from Harper. Go check it out. Ooh, yeah. uh, there's uh, my old editor from The Outline wrote one called Who Goes Nazi Media Edition, which I really enjoyed. Uh, but it's it's really just getting into an eva- evaluation of who based on sets of circumstances in their lives, you know, is, most is likely going to. to. And it's like, it's going, look, this is not a bad person. It's just the set of psychology that they're working with gives them a bunch of precursors to falling prey to this bit of propaganda. It's a really interesting read. I don't want to read it. Well, you think about Stockholm Syndrome and a person gets kidnapped and they fall prey to
2: believing that this kidnapper is their new messiah or new father or new family member or new anything – The human brain is vulnerable to that. So, yeah, the human brain is certainly much more vulnerable to group mentality of, you know, like we saw with Trump. It's
1: I mean, frankly, the people that I see predominantly supporting Trump still are people who are pushing back against critical race theory. The who goes Nazi thing. I mean, look, at the end of the day. You know, there are people where it's like, all right, you're supporting clearly white supremacist agenda. But then there are people within a community. I mean, look, we saw with the GameStop debacle, the mainstream media calling people Nazis who clearly are Nazis. And I've been seeing this. But we're calling
0: people Nazis who are Nazis. And there are people who have clear Nazi ideology who don't like being called Nazis. Yeah,
1: I agree. But there are people within the mainstream media who are calling not Nazis Nazis. I'm okay if people disagree with me but calling like for example traders who you know shouldn't you know who are inflating a stock price Nazis and alt-right is wrong in my opinion and I've been seeing this for two years and conflated with the people who are it's like anti-immigrant sentiment where they're like yeah you kind of are Nazis with the Nazis and I could see why there is that pushback
2: I learned something very interesting the other day about uh, because America was always like the last to get into all the wars. Spain was an g- ally
0: of Germany in World War II, right? I do not recall off the top of my head. Okay. Okay. I got. I want to Google this because I was yeah. Spain an ally. But yeah, America had a really huge Nazi party. Um, and and they didn't call them the Nazi party. It was the American Bund uh, in the forties. And Charles Lindbergh was a total fucking Nazi, as was Henry Ford. But yeah, we had a big old Nazi presence in the U.S. that never really went away okay, yeah, no, okay, okay. So they they weren't an ally officially, but
2: the people in Spain were like, you can go join the Nazis, that's fine. Um, Where was I going with that? Oh, God, love me a good Nazi Nazi conversation, but I'm not...
0: Look good as as a half Jew. I'm just I, I love myself a good shit chat about the Nazis. Well, it's it's just really um, same
1: seas. It, it's it's wild. We really how, should just rename this two and a half Jews. Sorry, continue <laughs>
2: two
0: and a half Jews.
1: It's wild how
2: Nazism is illegal in Germany how, now. And, and you yeah. witness a country go, hey, this was terrible. This was very bad. If you fly a Nazi flag, if you say you're a Nazi, this is illegal. And like, isn't that nice? And then in America, it's like, no, we're free. I'm a Nazi. Fuck you. And you're like, oh, man,
1: what are we fighting for here? It's the idea that we can combat bad ideology with good arguments. And that doesn't always work.
2: I wish it worked that way.
1: <laughs> if only people were that smart. Yeah, there there's a good bit of writing that came out not
0: that long ago. And it
1: was like, hey, if you're
0: at a like, I, I get it. You know, you want to protest. You have ideas that you feel strongly about. But, you know. If I'm at a protest, if I go to a women's march or to uh, or to support BLM or whatever, and I see people marching with me carrying Nazi flags, I'm going home. Why? I'm not questioning if they are questioning some ideology within our party. I see Nazi flags. I'm going home because those people want me dead because I'm a Jew. Yeah, the, the probability that they have a weapon, they're going to hurt you is... Very high. I don't see why people are, are still trying to, to be like, but no, there are good people marching with the Nazis. Good people don't march with Nazis. That's they very see true. the flags yeah. and they go home. Yeah. So I'm tired of this line of argument. Uh, whatever their thing is, look, Trump is uh, trying to split off to a third party. Go to the Republicans, another party that I still disagree with, but find far less objectionable because they're not like, hey, let's overthrow the government.
1: Fun fact. So uh, I know some of the organizers on the planning committee of CPAC. And okay, so as we record this, it is January 28th. And CPAC right now has not announced their guest list at all, which is very unusual for a massive conference. When does it normally meet? So it meets in a month. Normally, it would be out by, like, last fall. Yeah. Here's a kicker. So, a lot of the people who have been um, by the planning committee recommended as guests have not been contacted as far as flights, hotels, booking, or anything like that. Hmm. I know this for a fact. (laughs) (laughs) No one came to my party. (laughs) Well, sponsors are pulling (laughs) out. Nice. Uh, They don't have a lot of people. Yeah, money talks. So, frankly, I mean, look, in a COVID pandemic, they're doing this in Florida, in Orlando. They're still trying to make it a thing. God,
2: Florida's just living like nothing happened. They really are. I had comedian friends who did a full indoor theater show, packed, no masks, no empty seats in between. And I'm like, whoa.
0: I have literally left the house once since Christmas, and it was to go to the vaccine study. Yeah.
2: And the, I know yeah, a lot of my friends because uh, New York is not I know California is really disaster. getting fucking beaten and pummeled right now. It's terrible.
0: I live in a house of 11 people and we're wearing masks in the common areas. Yeah. Right
2: now. Yeah. My friend was telling me they had to raise the burn limit in Los Angeles County or the county yeah. because of the dead bodies. And it's like, God damn, that's the smog terrible. Level is hu-
0: the smog level is human
2: remains. That's all. Aw- that's oh my god. That's so bad. Yeah. <gasps> ah, but awful. in New York City, you know, we were one of the first people to get hit. Very, very yeah. there was um. You guys got hit worse than anywhere near, else. Was, but then every mm, now everyone's doing way worse. But it's like we were like afraid to go outside. But there, I lived near a lot of hospitals and um, like a like a little uh, cluster of them. And there were refrigerator trucks for the bodies parked outside my apartment for like months. And I'm like, oh this my god. is a, can oh my we? God. And so I didn't open my windows. I'm like, I don't want to see that. Jesus Christ.
1: Wait, what part of New York were you in? I was in Tudor City. Where the fuck was that? I live near there. I live kind of by
2: the UN-ish.
1: Oh, shit.
2: Yeah, like NYU, Bellevue. um, I didn't realize they were parked there. They were parked on my street, which is a main, a big street. So uh, they weren't parked outside the hospital. Because if they were at the hospitals, they were in the back lot. Because you would go on the FDR and you would see the back of the hospitals. You're like, oh, that's sad and dark. Oops. Okay. Yeah. Damn. But L.A. is like, so, it's like so terrible. It's I mean,
0: terrifying right now. Oh, like, my I, God. S-
2: and then you guys were getting burned.
0: You couldn't go outside because the, the air quality was so bad because of the fires. I'm like, like. Oh. like we had we had a sh- a brief period last year where it's like okay the lo- the number of cases of covid aren't too high uh we have sufficient testing so you can get a test whatever we figured out the masking we figured out you can be outside but not indoor like there were like 2 months where i was going out a couple like oh. not out out but like i was i was going to the farmers market i wasn't too afraid to to sit outside at a restaurant if i had to like you know i was unafraid for a little while i got uninsane about this uh and now like it's just Is it the worst that it's been? Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's it's fucking terrifying right now because the ICU capacity is at zero. There is not a. The only way there is a free ICU bed in LA right now is when another person Person dies dies to free up a bed. Uh, Or
2: occasionally they get better. Do they build outdoor? Because they there was a second where they had in Central Park was like had all these outdoor tents. I'm like that is so goddamn bleak.
0: I believe in uh in Orange County and some in, in LA have have opened up now okay. um and it's a uh, yeah Damn. that's just Tara, last I checked, a third of tests were coming back positive, and over a million people in L.A. have confirmed positive tests now. So I'm guessing if over a million have been... like, And that's 10% of the city has gotten it that's uh, a, just yeah. confirmed, which means closer to one and a half to two million likely have gotten it because a ton of people have gotten it and don't Any know a ton of people yeah. have... Or, or have had symptoms and just said, you know what, fuck it, I don't need to get tested. Um, I'm just going to stay home. So that means we have a lot of people that just they don't like and the other thing is very beginning of the pandemic much like what happened in New York we had people who had symptoms couldn't get a test or just you know same thing said uh the rules were hey if you're not bad enough to go to the hospital just stay home please we have too many people in the mm-hmm. hospital right now so that's you know that's happening here now too cuz like it used to be you wanted a test you could go to schedule one and it was like oh there's one available the next day now it's like 2 to 3 days out and the results used to be available the next day now it's Couple Fuck. days out. God damn. So,
2: oh, I hope uh, I hope that the numbers start going down. I'm assuming they're at peaks for um like New Year's stuff.
0: Last I checked, uh it's been about a week, it was slowing down how fast it was going up. Yay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like I, I remember how bad it was in New York at the beginning of it, and New York at the beginning of this likely had more cases. Uh, it's just that we didn't have the testing available. We now are up to having almost as many cases as New York did. I would Fuck. imagine. Yeah, it's it's bad, and it's just everyone was like, "Too bad. I'm gonna. I need to see my fam. My my trip to see my family is different. Well, yeah. So well, I, was tell, I
2: was. I was. I was always tell my friends, "I'm like, damn, picked a hell of a year to fight with my family. There, I'm not going to Christmas. I've never spent Christmas by myself. Um, before." For. Oh. It was me and my dog, but it was really nice because I was fighting with my family anyway. So I was like, oh, perfect. Uh, but I was like, oh, what a year, guys. What a year.
0: You know, 2020, good fucking riddance. I've, I've never been so happy to kiss a year goodbye. Yeah, 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 Pretty It's
1: just yeah. it's
0: pretty, pretty fucking bad. Oh, pretty
1: fucking although bad. I, I do love uh, the 2021 energy of fuck around and find out bullshit. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that energy. It's not fucking around at all. No, it's like, fuck around and find out. 2020 was
0: the year of hindsight. 2021 is the year of consequences. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: And just outing yourself as a complete just moron- just outing it and not understanding, you're screaming it from the rooftops. That's been an interesting um, phenomenon to observe.
0: I'm enjoying watching all the people who went to the the fucking uh, insurrection now being like, "I was gonna do- arrest me, yeah." The president told me to do
1: this. My I was, favorite, I was just my following order. Is the is the leader of the walkway movement, Brandon Straka? Literally, <laughs> he literally like there is. A video where eight minutes in he points to a police officer and says, rem- "like remove oh, his gosh. take his shield away," and to they the, remove take his the cops' sh- shield away. Yes, and he
2: got that on video. Oh yeah, is he in jail?
1: Oh, they they did arrest him and yes. charge him. Isn't that
2: beautiful? That guy's such a moron. Also. Those are supposed to be the same people that are like,
0: blue lives matter. Like, you don't care about anyone, motherfucker. They, I have not heard a single person scream
1: blue lives matter since January 6th. That's I'm just nice. saying. I just want to let you guys know that as far as free speech goes, you know, uh, the limits are where it doesn't matter where you say, look, I want to kill Donald Trump. That doesn't fucking matter. It, it matters if you're in an imminent situation where you could point at someone and say, hey— Kill them or right. do okay. something that uh, it puts her, yeah, in sight that puts her life at jeopardy. That matters, and that's where your free speech stops. I and know. I love the judicial system yeah. so much.
2: Yeah, and all those people wanted a pardon from Trump. I'm like, <laughs> girl, he
0: don't care about you. He ain't gonna pardon <laughs> you. He don't give a it's, fuck about you. Do you do you not
1: understand that you're poor? Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> like poor people. <laughs> Excuse you're me, but I'd like to speak to the manager of the FBI. the, they, they hate you. They
0: They fucking hate you. I I get that you're white, so you thought that was going to save your ass, but not after arms insurrection, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, here's the thing about a coup. It's not one of those, if first you don't succeed, try, try again. If at first you don't succeed, you and all your friends go to jail forever. (laughs) So (sighs) I think the reason why a lot of Republican senators weren't saying, like, they weren't trying to tone it down, they thought they might succeed. That's yeah. just my theory. Or like Trump's going to give them money or something.
2: There's money involved somewhere.
1: There's no money involved in the legislators, but there is money involved. The PACs, there's money involved. Yeah, the Corporations. Yeah. There's money United involved. Is, exactly.
0: Now, here's the interesting thing is that a ton, as you said, are, as you mentioned earlier, there are a lot of companies that are like, we're not giving money to these congressmen that said that they're that they're going to be like, it's fine. You go ahead and interact. So they're losing a lot of money now. You'd think that would make them reconsider some shit. We'll see. You would think.
1: So that said, final thoughts on the porn? Because for me, the only other thing that I, I brought up worth mentioning is like during the orgy scene, there was a woman who was on top of some guy like eating a turkey leg. I saw that. I want to be that woman.
0: Alice, this is your Alice in Wonderland challenge. This is literally your Alice in Wonderland challenge. Because we I have the horror challenge, happen. which everyone Ooh, knows new about. TikTok You, but next time you and Michael are, are getting some of that sweet, sweet swerve on, You need to have hidden a covert turkey leg just at the foot of the bed, so while he's he's going to town, you can George from Seinfeld. We managed to bring back a George from Seinfeld reference here. You can George from Seinfeld it and eat while sexing. Just I need to. I look, one of us has got to do it, and you brought it up, so this has got to be
1: you, dude. I have cooked while sexing. Might as well eat while sexing like
0: cooking while sexing that's like but sneaking a turkey leg I want yes sneaking to food while sexing
2: that's sneaking a turkey leg women are good at sneaking I, I feel like women uh, won't, like a guy wouldn't cause a guy wouldn't notice so yeah I liked at the like, end it was very tender sex at the end but I I, she was very seemingly masculine towards the guy where she was like you have such a beautiful mouth you're so beautiful like she was saying things to him that I'm like oh okay well roll switch huh and it was nice she got her confidence
0: Overall, it was a fun little romp through a weird style of porn that we've never, uh, like we've done uh, a musical porn, you know, before, but this was, this was different. It's, I just, I did not expect so little sex from an hour and 10 minute porn. So, you know, I'll give it a B plus. It was fun.
1: If you like mostly plot, if you like uh, musicals, watch it. If not, skip it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Brian, for the recommendation. We I, I enjoyed it. <laughs>
1: So, Christina, where can our listeners find more of you?
0: They
2: can find me. All my social media is at Christina Hutch, but my name's spelled fucked up. It's K-R-Y-S-T-Y-N-A. I did not make that up. My mom did. And I have a podcast I co-host called Guys We Fucked available on the Luminary app. And all of our back catalogs are on anywhere you get podcasts. And I have a solo podcast where I dive in, a comedy podcast where I dive into uh, childhood trauma and all the reasons why people are pieces of shit. And uh, it's called The Voices in Our Heads. And it's available anywhere you get a podcast. I'm very proud of that one. Nice.
1: Sounds I have like a quick fun. question. Um, So you mentioned that a lot of the stuff is back catalog on Luminary. Um, So is that like on Spotify or are some stuff? Yeah, so
2: oh, we have did, did Guys We Fucked for five years before moving to Luminary. So all those five years worth episodes are on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere.
1: So it's a back catalog is available. And then the new stuff is. The new stuff you have
2: to get access on the Luminary app. Yeah. Okay,
1: got it. Mm-hmm, Just cool. making sure. Uh, and Yvette, where can our listeners find more of you? in my attic
0: alone trying to survive the pit. I, you can find me at the CyBabe on Twitter and Instagram over at facebook.com slash where I do uh, bi-weekly live streams trying to p- explain the pandemic and life in general. And of course, over at cybabe.com where you can find uh, my, my daily columns trying to give you a little moment of science in your day. Alice, where can our listeners find you and more of the podcast?
1: Guys, if you want stunks information.
0: Buy <laughs> Dogecoin to the moon!
1: Uh, so we have a Patreon that you guys can obviously support at patreon.com slash mic, or just go to twogirlsonmike.com, hit the support button. Uh, you could follow me, Alice, at Rational Blonde on Twitter. Um, but obviously, support the show, support supporter, poor editor. And watch the full episode of this on our Patreon as well. But of course, we will see you next week. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.